Welcome to Steeping Around, sponsored by the Maya Tea Company. I'm your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea. I hope you're having a great week. I know I am. Most weeks, there's always a common theme to my work. Maybe everybody's late, like everybody's late coming in or everybody's late ordering. Well, this week was no exception. But the common theme for this week seems to be that everybody who called into the office either to order tea or ask tea questions always ended the conversation with, hey, what's the weather like out there? Now, we have a lot of wholesale accounts and customers in the northern part of the United States where temperatures right now are pretty cold. I don't know why they torture themselves by asking me what the weather is like here in my hometown of Tucson, Arizona. It's beautiful. The summers are brutal, but in the wintertime, the temperatures are spectacular. And so for some reason, they want to torture themselves. I, I don't know. But I suspect that they are ready for the winter to be over. Are you? Well, spring is a little while away, but uh, hopefully your temperatures do warm up soon and uh, everything gets back to normal if you're in snow country. But if I can offer you a suggestion to bring spring into your life now, scented tea, particularly jasmine tea, the scent of those flowers, the warmth of the green tea, maybe give you a little inkling of spring, give you a little warmth in your life right now. Our show today continues our series on scented teas. Last week we talked about jasmine tea at some length. And we're going to continue this week. We're going to talk about how you can choose a great jasmine tea. We'll talk about how to make a great cup of tea. And then we'll talk about myself, jasmine tea, and being in the kitchen. So it's going to be a fun show. Choosing jasmine tea can be a little dizzying. It's pretty popular. So there's a lot of different options available to you. Good jasmine tea is actually made with the flowers scented into the tea and then those flowers are removed but the scent of the jasmine blossoms remain. They are allowed to scent it overnight. We talked about that in specifics last week. You can get jasmine tea though in a lot of different base tea varieties. You can get it on white tea, green tea, oolong, and black. Now again there are a lot of different varieties here we're talking about so it's hard to judge. One of the things you can pretty much know that if it's in a tea bag, more than likely it's going to be a green or a black tea. The one thing you have to be careful of is in tea bags, that jasmine tea may not be scented, but flavored. The only way to tell is to read the outside of the box or taste it. If it tastes a little soapy, it's probably been flavored. So a liquid flavored jasmine has been added. Or if it says on the box that it was flavored jasmine tea, then you know that there was a liquid flavor applied. Other than that, most of the jasmine tea is scented. And if it's scented, now we get into the question of how many times. If the scenting has been done two and three times, that's a good grade of jasmine. That means the flowers have been added to the tea. Some time has passed overnight. Then they've removed those flowers. And if they do it two or three times, that's a good starting point for a jasmine. But if they've done it more, five, six, seven times, that's going to be really, really floral, fragrant, and that's a higher grade of jasmine. The biggest thing to consider is what the grade of the tea that's in the jasmine is all about. Most of it is actually green tea. And green tea comes in a lot of different varieties. You can get gunpowder, imperial, young high sun. These are all names for the base grade of the green tea. And that's going to vary in quality. Ultimately, you can let your taste buds decide. 
Is this jasmine really floral, too floral, a little lighter? And that will determine a lot in terms of how that jasmine tea will taste. Now there's a couple of things you can look for if you're a real connoisseur, you're really into jasmine, you want to try some great things. Probably the most popular high-grade jasmine that you'll find, and it's expensive, but it's not terribly so, is something called yin hao. And if you if you look for those words, yin hao, Y-I-N-H-A-O, that is a very high grade of jasmine. It's probably been scented five, six, seven times. It has a beautiful green tea as a base. And the aroma and the flavor is outstanding. And if you really want to swing for the fences, then you can go for jasmine pearls. These are literally hand-rolled. They're jasmine tea, either green tea or white tea. And they're rolled by hand and they turn into these beautiful pearls. And when you infuse them, not only is the flavor and the aroma and the cup just outstanding, but you also get a little bit of a show because those pearls sort of unfurl and open up and it's really a beautiful thing to watch as they go from the round globe-like state into these open leaves inside your cup. Very, very dramatic. When we come back, we're going to show you how to make an excellent cup of jasmine tea because it can be a little temperamental. And then we will go into the kitchen and we are going to talk about using jasmine green tea. So stay with me. I'll be right back here on Steeping Around. Hi, this is Sarah with the Maya Tea Company. If you've been steeping around with Manish Shah, you've likely heard me on random radio commercials. Although I'm sure I could have had you fooled. No, I'm not a professional radio presence. Actually, I work alongside your host, Manish, during the Monday to Friday 9 to 5, pushing paper and paying bills. And like most of us 9 to 5ers, I require a daily dose of caffeine. Luckily for me, working in the tea business, there's no shortage of caffeinated teas to choose from. But I generally stick to my two favorites, yerba mate and puer tea. Yerba mate is strong and grassy, while puer is earthy and robust. When it comes to flavor, these teas couldn't be any more different. But I can depend on both of these to keep me on the edge of my seat, which is really a necessity when you work with a guy like Manish. You can find these wonderful teas, yerba mate and puer, on our website available for sale, but that's not all. Check out the blog section of mayatea.com for a blog written specifically on each of them by yours truly. You'll find a variety of other blogs there as well. That's right, Maya Tea Company isn't just about selling great tea, it's all about education and community. So if you like what you've heard on Steeping Around, you're sure to love what you're going to find on mayatea.com. And if you type the word steep into the coupon code, you can save 15%. Cheers! Welcome back to Steeping Around. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea. This week in particular, we're talking about jasmine tea. And now you know how to find a great jasmine tea, or at least know what you have, we need to talk about how you can make a great cup of jasmine tea. We get a ton of questions. 
people go to Chinese restaurants or tea shops or cafes and they have jasmine tea and they're like, wow, this is amazing. Then they buy it or they buy it at the grocery store, take it home and make it and it doesn't taste anything like the original experience and there's a good reason why. If you recall, last week we talked about how jasmine tea came into existence. Seven or eight hundred years ago, the Chinese were looking for a way to make lower grades of green tea taste better. And one of the ways they came up with was to add the jasmine blossoms to it, let the scent impart, and then have that green tea. So lesser grade green tea mixed with jasmine flowers tasted better, right? Well, some of that exists still today. They are using those jasmine flowers to compensate for lesser quality green tea. Now, not all of them, but in certain cases that's happening. And that might explain some of the temperamentalness. But we're going to tell you how to get over that for sure. You can find jasmine green tea on black tea, oolong tea, white, and green. Let's take out the easy ones first. If you happen to have a jasmine tea that happens to be on oolong or a black tea, it's easy to make. You just need to use either a teaspoon to teaspoon and a half loose leaf or just the tea bag that it happens to be in. Use boiling hot water. It's fine. And steep for about three or four minutes. Those particular types of tea are not temperamental in nature. They should make an excellent cup really easy and you won't have a problem. The oolong jasmine will be a little fruity, a little more fragrant. And so it's going to taste almost more in line with those flowers. The black tea, though, is going to be a little malty, maybe even a little uh, spicy. And you won't taste the fragrance of the blossoms as much. The black tea is just, frankly, stronger. But again, those teas are not temperamental, and they are very easy to make. If you're using white tea, that's also pretty easy. That's not temperamental, but you do have to watch your water temperatures. If you bring the water to a boil, give it two or three minutes and let that water cool down a bit. Then go ahead and add, again, maybe a teaspoon and a half of jasmine white tea. Or if you're using it in tea bags, just drop it in in the pre-measured form, and you're probably good to go. A couple of minutes is all you'll need for that white tea. But when we're talking about jasmine green tea, that's when you do need to be a little careful, especially in tea bags. You want to use about a cup of water, eight ounces, for every tea bag. You can use a little more, but that's about where you want to be. You do not want to use water that's too hot. That's a common mistake. If you've boiled the water, wait for at least two minutes till that water has cooled down before you put that tea bag in. That's kind of a good trick to use with virtually any jasmine green tea. Do not use boiling hot water. Let the water cool down just a little bit, and then you can use a teaspoon, teaspoon and a half per cup of loose leaf or a tea bag and you can just infuse it for a minute, maybe a minute and a half, maybe two if you want it a little stronger, but no more than that. You can adjust the steep times for your strength, and if you happen to go over the mark and the tea happens to be bitter or really strong, you can add more hot water to compensate. Finally, if you happen to have gone out and with great gusto purchased some jasmine pearls, you're in luck. Those tend to be really high quality green tea and high quality white tea. All you got to do is drop those pearls into a cup and let them do their thing. They're going to open up. You just need two or three. You don't need very many of the pearls. And they're going to open up and unfurl, and that tea is going to be fragrant. You can even allow the tea leaves to remain in the cup. 
unbelievably good and a beautiful show to boot. When we come back, I'm going to get into the kitchen with my jasmine tea, and we're going to talk about something you can do. Because, trust me, if I can do it, so can you. Stay with me. We'll be right back here on Steeping Around. Hi, my name is Roxanne, and I am with the Maya Tea Company. Now, Manish and the guys know an awful lot about tea, and they have put together some incredible blends. But let's face it, sometimes they still need a woman's touch. I have a special gift for aesthetics, and I've put the finishing touches on most of the tea blends that we make in-house. But I've also created my own blends from scratch. One of my own tea blends has become the number one seller for the Maya Tea Company, the Pomegranate Mojito Green Tea. Pomegranate Mojito mimics one of my favorite bar drinks with fresh green tea, peppermint, lime, and pomegranate. And don't worry, if you're missing that extra kick, this tea tastes incredible with an added ounce of tequila or rum. Don't be afraid to spice up your teas. That's what I do. You can find my Pomegranate Mojito tea, as well as recipes and many tea cocktail ideas at www.mayatea.com. You can save 15% on any of your tea selection, particularly the Pomegranate Mojito. Our coupon code is STEEP. Cheers! Or as we say here in the Southwest, Salute! We're back here at Steeping Around. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea. It's still early in the year, and I'm doing pretty good on my New Year's resolutions. I hope you are too. I told you a few weeks ago that one of my resolutions was to lose weight this year, and I have lost a couple of pounds. I'm not doing unbelievably well, but at least I'm heading in the right direction, and uh, the weight is coming off slowly. Another resolution that I had was to learn how to cook Indian food. It's not something that I grew up with in terms of knowing how to cook. My brother and I were not allowed in the kitchen. My mom was always like, go study, go become a doctor. Now, neither he nor I succeeded in becoming doctors, but we also didn't learn how to cook either. So over the years, we've had to sort of compensate and learn on the fly. Now that I take care of my boys three or four days a week, I am way more focused than I ever was on how to cook at home. And well, I'm doing okay. I'm doing better than I used to. So me being in the kitchen is a big leap. There was a time when I could barely freeze ice. And you know, it wasn't that long ago that I learned how to cook rice. And that's where there's a great tie-in with jasmine tea. Because one of the things that I do at home to make my rice taste better is use jasmine tea. I make this amazing rice with a base of yin hao, and it's real simple to do. I take about maybe a teaspoon and a half to two teaspoons of good yin hao jasmine green tea, and I make about two to two and a half cups of water using that jasmine tea, take out the leaves, and then use that water to make my rice with. When you use the scented tea instead of just plain water, of course, 
that aroma enters into the rice and wow is it fragrant i'm partial to indian basmati rice and it gives it such an amazing complement to the already nutty and aromatic flavor it's amazing we are going to be doing more in the upcoming weeks with scented teas and recipes in fact next week we're going to talk about lapsang sushong which is a smoky black tea and we're going to have a chef on who's going to show us how to cook with lapsang sushong and then we're going to move on to jen mai cha which is a green tea with toasted rice and popped corn which does have a very earthy popcorny like flavor so we've got a couple more weeks to talk about some great scented teas and we're going to talk about what you can do with these teas in the kitchen as well so that's going to be really fun thank you very much for joining me this week i look forward to speaking with you again next week till then it's always fun steeping around with you thanks so much for listening